Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Okay, Roland, we are here for yet another episode of CareCast. Yes. I, yeah, 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 we're here. I've lost I've lost track of how many episodes we've done. I'll have to look that up one of these days. But More than one. It, we've, <laughs> we've done at least one. At least one. Probably, yeah, <laughs> probably at least ten. Yes. Play one of those games. Where, like, and the less, price is right. less than a billion. Right. <laughs> <We've>, <laughs> so it's somewhere between one and one billion, and one billion episodes. Yeah. You're yeah. safe with that number. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm that's, sticking to it. That's the range that we'll go with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here we are on episode one through one billion yes. uh, of CareCast. And uh, real interesting uh, documentary just came out uh, called A.K.A. Jane Roe. And it's mm-hmm. a documentary that uh, just aired, I believe, on FX. We haven't seen it yet, yeah. but we'll talk about why that doesn't necessarily matter in terms of how we're going to be talking about this. Right. Uh, we will watch the documentary, and we'll probably do another podcast about about that. Um, but it just aired, and it's a, apparently the, the big bombshell here is that uh, it's about Norma McCorvey, mm-hmm. who is the woman who was, was Roe in the Roe versus Wade Supreme Court case, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, who has been, at least, <laughs> or so we've thought, a uh, well, she has been a pro-life activist for the last f- several decades. Yes. Um, but apparently, in this documentary, she has an apparent deathbed confession where she says alleged, alleged, an alleged deathbed confession where she says she's wasn't really pro-life, uh, that she was just basically paid off by the pro-life movement to yeah. pretend that she was pro-life. Um, and so the reaction to this apparent or alleged deathbed confession has been, I think, not necessarily the best reaction, I don't think, from either side. Yeah. So both pro-choice and pro-life sides have reacted to this, and we yeah. think that there's things that should be said that haven't been said. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, I, uh, certainly uh, there were people on the pro-life side who, who knew Norma uh, well, spent mm-hmm. time with her. Um, she had a conversion to faith to become a Christian. Um, she's baptized, um, went on lots of speaking engagements and has testified uh, regarding Roe v. Wade. And it's been very, very vocal about, you know, her opposition to Roe v. Wade and, and her regret about being involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was pretty much kind of the narrative all the way up until this new uh, documentary came out, which alleges that that, uh, she had a different perspective. And so, of course, there were people who certainly wanted to come out and support her, uh, support her memory, if you will, Mm -hmm. because, look, I know her and and this doesn't sound like something that she she would say. And and so that's been a lot of how sort of the narrative on the pro-life side has been like people come out and saying, hey, you know, I knew her, you know. Right. You know, I I kind of think I remind me that that one uh, situation in the political campaign, you know, I. I knew Jack Kennedy and, you know, <laughs> Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine and, oh, right. you know, and you're an old Jack Kennedy kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that kind of a thing, right. the same kind of thing that, that makes sense for someone to come out and do, um, you know, if, you, if there's someone who, who you feel uh, is reputation is being besmirched uh, and, and in, integrity being questioned. And I think that that's a legitimate thing to happen right. for you to come out and kind of support that right. if, if it's something right. that you knew. Defend her on a personal level. Defend yeah. her on a personal level. And I and I think probably the, the big thing, I think, and the point that we're trying to make is we think that, that the pro-choice side actually wants that to be the narrative, mm-hmm. right? The narrative is basically 
from their perspective with this documentary that Norma McCorvey lied. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the pro-life movement is a lie. Right. And it's based on a lie. Right. I think my memory serves me correct. The AOC, uh, as I'm sure you've heard up in the press, basically sort of tweeted something out like that, that this, you know, it's a lie. And and therefore, the movement is a lie because Mm -hmm. Norma McCorvey lied. Right. Yeah. In fact, I'll I'll read a headline here from NBC News on uh, an opinion piece that they published a few days ago. That says, FX's Jane Roe deathbed confession reveals the abortion lie at the heart of the religious right. The religious right worked to convince McCorvey that abortion was the great defining evil of our time. Then they used her story to push the same line on vulnerable Americans. So again, in other words, the entire pro-life movement depends upon her story being true. Yeah. And now that we know, we quote unquote know that her story is not true. Right. That means that the entire pro-life movement is, is a lie itself. Right. And so there are a number of problems with this. Right, many. Okay. Uh, problem number one mm-hmm. is that the pro-life movement actually existed before Jane Roe. <laughs> right. right it actually yeah. existed even before the whole Roe v. Wade decision. Right. This whole conversation about life happened way before that. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was this conflict around this issue that actually led to a Supreme Court decision one way or the other. Right. Exactly. So there was a movement mm-hmm. that was basically saying that life begins at conception mm-hmm. and it's worthy of protection. Exactly. And there was a, another movement that said, uh, no, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. And that happened way before Jane Roe or mm-hmm. you know, Norma McCorvey, if you will, right. 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 Was, was even part of the picture. So mm-hmm. the movement, yep. the movement and, and, and the conflict as a result of the movement mm-hmm. was actually before her. So right. the movement can't be based on something that came after it that started. came after. Yeah. It's like yeah. basing a house on a foundation that wasn't built yet. Right, right. We'll put, we'll put the house in, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll put the foundation in underneath, and then exactly. claim that the foundation was there f- first. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so so that's an interesting thing, which the pro-choice folks want us to do, actually make mm. the issue about whether she was lying or not. Right. And again, don't get me wrong, you know, certainly protecting mm-hmm. that, if, if in fact you knew her or whatever, right. is a perfectly legitimate thing to do. But in my view, you should kind of move the discussion very quickly away from that. Right. Because the reality is that's not the issue. Right. In, in, in a certain sense, it, does, it doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't whether matter. Whether or not this one person was lying. No, right. because it's not built on that. Right. 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 So the, the, the pro-life movement is built on a truth, mm-hmm. which is a foundational truth that existed before the movement. Right. Exactly. And you put the foundation on it. And what is that foundation? The foundation is that life begins at conception and it's worthy of protection. Yeah. And that abortion ends a human life. Mm-hmm created in the image of God. And because of that, it is wrong. Right. And the movement is built on that foundation. Right. Right. Exactly. You yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which is not a person. Right. Yeah. The other thing that you and I kind of talked about was how it, it's sort of part and parcel for the folks on, on the pro-choice side and sort of in that kind of more kind of tolerance-based culture to to have this sort of mentality about things. Like this is actually yes. how they think which is that movements are based on narratives. Absolutely. That the, the narrative is what matters. Yes, there not is, the truth. Right. There, in fact, they would probably say that there's generally no such thing as objective truth, right? Right. So the only thing that matters is narrative. Right. So if the narrative turns out to be wrong, then the whole movement must be wrong too. Yes. So it's not surprising that they think like this. But what's disappointing to me is now that I, I'm seeing people on the pro-life side kind of fighting with each other yeah. about about Jane, you know, about Norma McCorvey, a.k.a. Right. Jane Roe. Exactly. They're fighting about her 
rather than sort of thinking about things in the way that you've just sort of laid out, which is, you know, I mean, I hope she didn't lie and I hope she wasn't used or abused or misused by anyone. But at the end of the day, the pro-life movement doesn't depend upon her. Right. Exactly. So, and especially, you know, given given kind of that perspective. So I, I see a real situation here that is it's very important for us, again, on a personal level, if, if you have personal understanding, whatever, to defend that integrity, because I certainly would hope someone would do that for me if I was gone and, and someone said something about me and whatever and someone knew me or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd hope that they come out and defend my honor, if you right, will, which sure. I think is perfectly fine. Yeah. But the I fact, hope you, I hope you're not waiting for me to do that at some point. <laughs> no, I said other others, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to build more friends. I got uh, like two friends. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, am I one of them? That's, that's well, I'm you know, it's probably, that's, that's probably a sensitive topic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. yes, of course, Finch. That's very generous friends. of you. You're one of my friends. I got one other person I'm depending on. <laughs> but I'll but, find out who that is. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but yeah. So so that makes perfect sense, and you would yeah. hope that that would happen. Right. But my view would be you should quickly pivot from that to yeah. say, in a sense. Honestly, in terms of the abortion debate, it really doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Because it's built on this foundational truth. And and so if you're a pro-life person and you're kind of rocked because maybe she did lie, maybe mm-hmm. she was deceiving, and that's rocking your your faith in or your understanding of the pro-life movement or your your mm-hmm. commitment to the life issue because Norma McCorvey you know, is alleged to have, you know, had a different view, then that's a problem with that because you are you should go back to the foundation, mm-hmm. the foundation. Abortion is not wrong because she said it's wrong, because I say it's wrong, because you say it's wrong, mm-hmm. is wrong because mm-hmm. God says it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. And he says it's wrong based on that foundational truth that these children mm-hmm. in the womb mm-hmm. are created in my image. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And yeah. they're not lives worth sacrificing, but they're lives worth sacrificing for. That's the truth mm-hmm. that the pro-life movement is built on. Right. Not on a personality right. or a, a organization narrative. or, quote, a narrative. Right. Right. But a truth mm-hmm. that is an immutable truth, mm-hmm. fixed, unchangeable truth mm-hmm. that is built upon. Yeah, exactly. And now d- there is one more irony here yes, that is also <laughs> also worth. Uh, there's lots. We, we we talk about irony a lot on this and, podcast. And this one's rich. Yeah, we uh, we should actually rename this like yeah. the, uh, the yeah. pro life irony <laughs> podcast or something like that. I don't know. Um, but the irony here is that so if what the if the pro choice movement's reaction to this story is is true, that basically because Norma McCorvey lied, your movement is a lie. That actually would imply that their movement, the pro-choice movement, is also a lie because we actually know for a fact, a documented fact, that Norma McCorvey actually lied to basically in a way that uh, allowed the Roe versus Wade case to even be heard in the first place. That's right. So she lied actually about – it's a terrible story. She lied that she had gotten raped and that she needed to have an abortion as a result of having been raped. And that's actually what pushed the court – the – case up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, that was the whole narrative. Right. That was the narrative. Which they, again, asserted as a truth. Right. 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 So that was the narrative. So so the narrative that this was built on and the story around that and, the, and that we should have compassion because of this is what happened and look at these right. laws and here's this woman who's in this yeah. vulnerable position and yeah. these laws are, you know, not compassion. That was yeah. the whole narrative right. that was there. Right. 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 So it seems to me if that's the perspective that you have, mm-hmm. then the moment that she said uh, actually, a I was not raped, mm-hmm. which she did she, admit. Yes, yeah, she said and she was B not raped. she actually never had an she abortion. She never had an abortion. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and put her child for ad- adoption. Yeah. If my memory serves me correct, yeah. right? And and that those things were not true. Which there's about twenty years or so mm-hmm. of of that perspective out there. Then 
if you're on the pro-choice side, you say, well, good grief, we should pack up our tents. Mm-hmm. Because our whole movement was built It on, was based on this narrative. This narrative. That we said was true. Right. We've now found out that it, it was not true, that she was lying. Yes. Therefore, our entire movement must be a lie. If they were being logical and consistent, <laughs> that's, yeah, that is what they would say. And again, But again, this is part of what frustrates me a little bit about yeah. the way the pro-life movement is reacting to this news, right? right? We're sort of taking the bait and kind of having this argument about whether or not she lied as if, like, it depends, the movement depends upon that. Right. Um, and as you've so well articulated, it doesn't. No, her memory depends on that. Yeah, her memory does. And I Absolutely. think that certainly if you're someone who knows her and, and, mm-hmm. and, and certainly if she's done great stuff and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, you should defend that that memory. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a perfect, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But don't confuse the memory, mm-hmm. right, yep. with what the movement is built upon. Mm-hmm. And I think that as pro-life people, when we're asked about this or when someone asserts, well, what you're doing is, you know, not good or evil or whatever it is because, you know, it's alleged that this happened, mm-hmm. that Norman McCorvey was not being truthful or was duping mm-hmm. people, whatever it is. Again, your response would be, look, you know, whatever the documentary, we, we'll see what that says and whatever, whatever. And if she did, and you can go through and have a discussion about that. But the reality is, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of the what, what, the, what it means to be pro-life, it actually doesn't matter. Right. Right. Because this movement, again, is not built on the memory of anybody, mm-hmm. the statements of anybody. Mm-hmm. It's built on the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 That life is sacred. Mm-hmm. That yep. immutable fact that life is sacred. Being is it begins at conception and is worthy of protection. And is worthy of protection. It's right there in our mission statement. Right there in our mission statement. That's yeah. what it's built on. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 for that reason. Mm-hmm. For that reason, mm-hmm. it's a movement that that you know that you support that you should push forward, uh, and and from my perspective, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what comes out. So, anyway, I, I think that that's an important thing as people listen to this to to kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that we're trying to be critical of anybody and that kind of thing mm-hmm. in terms of that, but it really is just kind of making sure that we mm-hmm. don't, to your point, take the bait because mm-hmm. they want to talk about everything except the truth. Right. Yep. About abortion itself. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like move they've, away. they're always trying to distract. Always from trying to about... distract away from. The yeah. core issue, yeah. is this a life right. or not? And yeah. if it is a life, then it's worthy for a protection. If it's not a life, on what basis are you saying it's not a life? Like yeah. that whole discussion of, yeah. of that discussion around life, they want to move away from that mm-hmm. discussion, that that yeah. immutable, mm-hmm. fixed, absolute truth, mm-hmm. and talk about opinions and all these other mm-hmm. things, choices yeah. and stories all these other and things, stories and narratives and all that other yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just, it's important that we, you know, don't, to your point, don't take that bait mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because it's really trying to hook us and yeah. pull us in a direction uh, that is more supportive uh, to, to their perspective. Yeah, so. definitely. No, that's a that's a great way to look at it. So yeah. thank you, Roland, for that. Stay tuned uh, here to CareCast Podcast. We'll uh, more to come on this, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. All right. Take care. Thanks, Roland. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more Pro Abundant Life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.